for tuning in to Daters Gonna Date. This is your favorite Irish dating podcast where we talk ghosting, puff, bumble, tinder, bad dates, good dates, and everything in between. Stay tuned for laughs, some tears, and definitely some good stories. Welcome to another episode of Jada's Gonna Date. Happy Valentine's Day, Nicola. Why, thank you. I know when people are listening to this now, it's been post-Valentine's Day and they're like, yeah. what you? I don't have to, to think about it for a year. But happy Valentine's Day. Happy anniversary. Yeah, more importantly, uh, this day last year is when we released our very first episode, which seems like way longer than a year ago at this stage. It's like not only does it feel longer than a year, but also so much has changed since we sat in that little burrito place coming up with yeah. ideas for this podcast. But when we could actually go out and sit and have food together, like is like how long ago? Like that's insane. Yeah. And think about it, like, as we mentioned before, our first ever, um, you know, one of our first ever outings was going speed dating and it happened to be the same day that somebody got their first, the first COVID case came to Ireland and we were like, be grand. We're fine. We'll be done in a couple of weeks. It'll be fine. It won't be like China at all. And now China's grand and we're (laughs) still in the shitter. So, I mean, it was so funny. I was watching a... no, I won't. No spoilers here. Uh, I was watching to all the boys I loved uh, and forever. Yeah, don't spoil one. it. I'm watching it today. So, uh, we, like me and my roommates, we had a bit of a Galentine's Day last night. But there was a scene where there's like they're, they're in Korea and there's loads of people. And I was like, oh, my God, imagine being around all these people. Like imagine being in a crowded situation. It's just it's unfathomable right now at the moment. Can you imagine being in coppers right now? No, like, I can't. I literally can't. Like <laughs> where, you know, you're in the queue for the toilets and there's like everyone's banging into you and some drunk guy trips over you and then there's two people like grinding up against a pole beside yeah. you. Yeah, you have a pint spilled down your back. Lovely, you know. Yeah. I can't, even, I can't even, I don't even know how we'll get to that point ever again. It's insane. <laughs> yeah. I think we'll be too old for it by the time it goes back to that level. <laughs> Probably will. But the time we come out of lockdown, we'll be 42. So we got that. I don't care if we are 42 we come out locked and we're still having a copper's night out. Oh, absolutely. Have you ever seen that TikTok of your, she's a mom now in fairness, but she's like, just letting all you young ones know that when this lockdown ends, all the people over 35, all 40, 50, 60, all the mom and dads, all the single people who are older, we're all going to be out in your nightclubs fucking destroying the place <laughs> yes we are sorry 20 year olds yeah. yeah we had such great great hopes for this and where this podcast was going to go a year ago like we had our big coppers night planned where we were going to go and stay the night in the jackson mm-hmm. court and go to the coppers a little bit earlier than you yeah. normally would that was you know that'll be in yeah. uh 2027 if we're still on this podcast <laughs> yeah yeah we were thinking about going down to the, um, wasn't it? Is it Liston Verna? Liston Verna. The matchmaking. Do you remember we talked, we talked about that and stuff like that? And it's just like, oh, it's mad. It's mad how everything's changed. And uh, yeah, I can't believe we've been doing this a year. I'd, I can't believe what started as, as we've discussed our little drunken conversation, like has turned into like our little community of daters, like our little, all our friends and our, 
you know, I don't know, it kind of feels like a little gang, like we've got a little club. Yeah. And we know like some of them, you know, by name because they like send us lovely messages and all that stuff. And anything they send us is anonymous. We don't go and say, you know, Claire from Ganji Wicklow said this yeah. or anything. But we uh, it's great. Yeah. And we, I love putting up the polls and stuff and we get such great responses. So it, in one way, I suppose this has kept probably a lot of us sane or especially for myself and yourself knowing that we're not the only ones yeah. in the pandemic who are like I'll never find yeah, love yeah. Um, and I think as well like in and um, we'll probably we, we'll touch on it while we were while we we're discussing because we will be talking about Hinge now today <laughs> finally got to it um, but I uh, like in the moments when I think both of us has, have felt like shit and we've kind of you know been honest on here or we've put something on Instagram the people who have got in contact with us like have been so unbelievably lovely and like on the times when you just feel like absolute shit I just feel like they've really like lifted our spirits kind of and made us feel better about stuff that you know that and then like you say like we just don't feel like we're alone in it you know yeah and it's like I know and especially because we we all know single girls who are with our own friends and then people like your friends and my friends yeah. and we know what they're going through. And then sometimes a guy will message you and say it from their point of view. And you're like, whoa, this is like, yeah, you know, this is amazing. We love hearing from lads. We obviously love hearing from our girls um, and we hear from girls all the time. I think it's more that it's rarer than that a lad would message us. So when we do get a message like that, we're like, oh, my God. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> nice to know the guys are experiencing it on some level. So yeah, I mean, look, listen, everybody's listening, everybody following us on Instagram. Thank you so much. This year has been a journey. And we'll <laughs> we'll just keep going and hope we can come out of this. We can come out of this soon. Last year when we started yeah. this, what was your goal? Um, I mean, I really honestly, I kind of was like, well, if I get a few dates uh out of this. That'll be good. Like the main reason, really, and I think we're we both were kind of the same. We both needed an old kick up the hole. Like we both weren't really actively trying very hard to date for for a multitude of reasons. Mm. And I think this podcast for me definitely like was a way of me forcing myself out of my comfort zone and not being afraid to try a date again because I think that was a big issue for me is that I was afraid and I was kind of like well if I do a podcast and people are listening I'm going to actually have to try and I can't keep hiding away from it mm-hmm. on the apps anymore I'm going to have to you know take a bit of onus for myself and yeah I mean I, I certainly wasn't expecting like bam I was going to end up in a relationship I don't think that's what I'd wanted or hoped from this podcast I really just hope that um you know that I it would help me do you know what I mean? If that makes sense, that like it would make me feel better or do better. Yeah, like I totally get that. Like when we started this, it was because we were both in a rut and stuff like that. And I would have had, I think I was in a really good um, headstrong way when we went like after we went after we went speed dating and I was ready to kind of yeah. tackle on other stuff. And then the pandemic just put that to bed for me. And like how I, I mm-hmm. had hoped I'd go on some dates over the year but that was pre-pandemic and I know yeah. you have done that's been brilliant um for me I think the best thing that came out of it was that I started to feel better about myself and give myself a bit more of a break so yeah. whereas at the start of the year I was hoping that I'd 
uh, be a bit more ballsy and go on a few more dates and try a few more things. When the pandemics happened a month after we started the podcast, <laughs> yeah. um, I was like, right, OK, uh, I don't know if the dating thing's going to happen this year as the time went on. So instead, I focused yeah. on being a better me and trying that then. So this year, yeah. my goal will be to go on a few more dates um, after whenever. Yeah, I was just going to say, what is, the, what is for this year? If you yeah, I don't. Do you know what would be absolute gas? I'd love to have a double date with you. I think that would be the funniest thing in the world. But I have no idea how on earth we could even begin to try organize like that. First of all, in a pandemic, and secondly, uh, with two people who want to go out with us, I'm not <laughs> sure how, how it would work. It have it would have to be like a friend of a friend kind of situation. But um, yeah, I just that would be gas. Or maybe what we'll do is if we if we are end up talking to people or dating people, we'll just go to the same venue conveniently. Like, <laughs> like oh, can't believe you're here. What a well, shock. I- I imagine the table for six will be booked out to he- high heavens when this is over. Oh, yeah. But maybe because Mairead does do that, she can help us out. Our Sneak us up the friend. queue. Sneak <laughs> us up the queue and we'll give you a great review, Mairead. Go on. Exactly. And because I'm great lads as well. Um, so that would be class. Um, that would be one way of doing it. We'd just get another friend and they'd be like, Jesus Christ, three women who know each other. <laughs> Uh, yeah they were like why did I come with these witches <laughs> what the fuck I know I know I don't know how sexy it'd get after three especially me and you just talking absolute bollocks for you know the whole oh, dinner absolutely it'd be like one of these podcasts but on fucking speed <laughs> yeah and then you know you start talking about the Irish rebellion of, of 1788 oh, 800 years of oppression Nicola <laughs> <laughs> I get very oh. political after a few drinks. So very, yes. very political. This is uh, this all. I always just think of this when I pass Club M because this is where this started. Do you remember that night? I do. I do recall poor man from Liverpool. Yeah, who I did actually. Fa- again, guys, my flirting game is atrocious. I did actually fancy him, but um, he didn't know anything about the you know the six counties or what had happened here. So he launched into an absolute tirade <laughs> only for Nicola who was I think he really shifting his mate yeah yeah she heard me I was shifting around going 800 years of oppression <laughs> <laughs> and um, shockingly enough then they, the Liverpool lads decided to leave so I know can't believe, I can't don't believe. know what put them off I, I can't put my finger on it we could have been living our best Brookside life over there we could have Liverpool <laughs> <That's> terrible. <laughs> no, I, I apologize to anyone listening from Liverpool. <laughs> I don't know how big our audience is from Liverpool, but it's probably gone. Huge. It's flat. Really, really big. After that. Well, the other reason we're here is because you finally, you finally get to talk about Hinge Roshan. You've been waiting for this since uh, 1788. Oh my God. But it, you know what? It's really funny, right? Because um, I think we. Um, we talked about doing Hinge, I think all the way back in like September or October or something. Mm. And I, I, if I remember rightly, you actually downloaded it. Yeah. At first. And I had been so scared from Tinder and kind of the last kind of two guys that I'd seen. Um, like if people don't remember that, like the, the last two guys that I'd seen in a row back to back, I'd had about three dates with them and their exes that ended up coming back into the picture and it ended up being just a complete fucking shit show. And then like one of them ended up messaging me on New Year's. I was like, fuck off. Um, <sighs> but I definitely, yeah, I definitely kind of gone off like the, like 
you know, the thought of doing another fucking app, I was kind of like exhausted. And I took a little bit of time off the apps. And then I think we talked again in, was it just before December, around the start of December? And you were like, wait, you still haven't done it? And I was like, no. <laughs> and you had already been on it and experienced it. So I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. So I downloaded it. We, at the time, we put up stuff on Instagram. And my God, like out of all the apps that we've done and that we've talked about on here, I felt like that got the binge, got the biggest fucking reaction like out of anything. Yeah, oh, it definitely did. I think why it got such a big reaction is because it's billed itself as the app that's made to be deleted. So that's what they call themselves because they want relationships. So you think that the lads are going on to this yeah. are looking for relationships. And we all know that Tinder is, while we don't go on it all, all of us don't go on it for hookups, it is very much a hookup app. Bumble is, you know, for um, female-led. Poff is hell on earth. And then there's the idea of this app that people who <laughs> yeah. are... The people who are going on Hinge are actually looking for, you know, partners. And so maybe people yeah. are a bit more positive going into that. And then after a while, maybe it goes the right way or it goes the wrong way. And people had very strong opinions about it, just like I do. Yeah, I think. Um, so I really like the concept of Hinge. I think the idea is good. Like it, it's I know it's still photos and stuff like that, but it's different from. Uh, Tinder and it's different from Poff and like even the format, the way it looks, etc. Right. So I like the idea and I like the idea that you can respond to like a comment that somebody has as opposed to a photograph. Um, you know, you can engage with somebody like in a different way. I think the problem with Hinge in Ireland is there's not enough people on it. There's yeah. just not enough people on it and the um I, I don't know if anybody is listening who's used hinge or is thinking about using hinge but the other really annoying thing about it is that you can put in your age group and you can put in the distance that you want but basically unless you make that thing a deal breaker somebody who's 55 and is living 150 kilometers away will still come up on your on your hinge profile because you haven't said that that's a complete deal breaker for you so there's things like that on the app that are really like when when we first downloaded it I, I was I think I was talking to you and our friend Georgina lives in Manchester and I was like I don't know how the fuck to use this this is so confusing now once you get used to it it's a bit easier but like yeah like you want to be a bit more savvy using Hinge as opposed to like Tinder you know what I mean yeah well you think but then there's lads on it who only have one photograph up and despite the fact that they you know, have all these prompts and questions and stuff that they do ask you. They a lot of them just answer the questions, but have one photo. And I'm like, yeah. oh, come on, man, we're in 2021. People now should know that it takes more than one photo. Yeah. I mean, I saw one guy who just the answer to, you know, all the questions and stuff was hi, 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 hi. And I was just like, oh, OK, well, you can't speak English. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> That's the real issue here is. <laughs> yeah, there's that. Like, I get what you mean. First impressions, like it looks quite nice and stuff. But as as our Instagram followers know, I had a mental breakdown when I came to Hinge. I, I like I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> and I, yeah. I was like, I have to get rid of this. Now, I didn't get rid of it because I left it on my phone until we recorded this episode. But I just haven't been using it. But... I, yeah. know, I just like thought that all the other ones, I've tried them all before and they weren't working. And then I was like, well, I'll give this one a try. It's meant to be like relationshipy. Mm. And then everybody 
was people I've seen on all the other apps and I'm like, right, okay, that's fine. But the algorithm of mine, like you should see the creatures that are come up in mine. I'm like, what sort of algorithm do I have? And is this what Hinge thinks that I should get with? I was like, wow, <laughs> insulted. Um, and then it's the same people. Like I say no to them and 17 swipes later, they come back up again. Yeah, there's definitely, of, and this is what I mean about, I don't think the amount of people using Hinge in Ireland is big enough because I've definitely seen the, the odd same profile on Tinder, you know, after how many swipes or on Bumble after so many swipes. But really on Hinge, like the profiles come up quite repetitively. And I think that's because there's just not enough people on it. Like I started getting people from Wales and the Isle of Wight coming up on mine. What? How? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe Hinge was like, you've swiped through fucking everyone. So here's a couple of others. Because I think at the time I didn't have like the distance thing as a deal breaker. So they must have just been like, you know, giving me more, you know, people who are further away. But I do think that's one of the biggest issues. I think Irish people, Irish guys don't really seem to use Hinge. So you got a lot of repetitive people. I also saw so many people I knew. Oh, same. Oh my so god! So many people now. I knew, and I like I haven't really had that experience on any of the others, but I saw so many people I knew. I was like, ah, like this is how yeah. I knew about the rep- repetition because there's a guy that I work with, and he has come up about fifty times, and I've said no each time. I'm like, this is no, like go away, stop suggesting this person to me. I don't want it. If <laughs> you would have been out of it, my old manager from Extravision came up, and I was, and I was like, oh my god, what the fuck. <laughs> Oh God! You know, because when I was um, when I was like worked there, I just thought he was so old. You know, but he wasn't really that old. Like he's only like, um, was it six years older than me? So like, you know, yeah. he's forty one or whatever. But like when I was when I was like twenty two or whatever, and he was like twenty nine, I was like, oh my God! Like you're twenty eight. I was like, so he's nearly thirty. He's so old. And now I'm like. Are you still a bit of a weirdo or not? Because if you're not, like maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Well, I'm not saying yes to the guy in my office. That is for sure. No, no, absolutely not. Um, So, look, I did what I typically had to Nicola when I joined these sites. I ended up having a pen pal relationship with a guy who lives, you know, you know, hundreds of kilometers away from me. As long as um, there not be whales, Roisin, that is my area. No, that's your territory. No, uh, initially I was ended up talking to a guy from Cavan. Again, I think it was because I didn't have the deal breaker distance on my thing. Um, and we ended up, we were talking, he was a big Simpsons mem. Uh, fan which as everybody knows I'm also a big fan of mm-hmm. and um, just really really good crack and we we're getting on really well and, uh, uh, and then I was talking to uh, another guy um, who was living in Dublin so I was talking to the two of them kind of over Christmas and the guy for, who was living in Dublin was like oh you know because everything went back into lockdown about what, like the week before Christmas, all the restaurants and all had to close. And he said, uh, oh, you know, if that hadn't happened, I would have asked you to go for a drink. And, you know, he was giving all that. Messaged me on Christmas Day, you know, Stephen's Day. Um, and then he kind of went a bit quiet. And I was like, oh, he's at home with his family for Christmas, you know, you know, leave it. And then the messages just got more sporadic and sporadicer and he just disappeared. And I was like, oh, there we go. But I still had the guy from Cavan. But then I was kind of like, 
oh, I need to stop doing this thing where I'm relying absolutely on one person mm-hmm. because uh, as some of you may, may know, we did a kind of raid, had a four-week dating masterclass. And one of the things she said on this, and like, it's obviously so obvious, but like, you know, sometimes when you start talking to somebody, you get kind of hooked up into it and you let everybody else go to the wayside. But she was basically saying that don't leave, don't just put all your eggs in one basket. Like, unless something's official, you keep talking to other people because they could be talking to multitudes of other women or whatever. And um, and then when they go away, you're like, oh, shit, I haven't talked to any of my previous matches in like six weeks or whatever. And now that's fucked. So um I kind of just kept chatting like, like no, no, I'm not going to lie. Anybody I messaged directly on Hinge did not get, <laughs> not get back to me. Uh, no one I put myself out for like responded. But um, I was talking to a couple of guys who, who wrote to me just kind of keep it a, alive. And then, of course, like Cabin Man disappeared. Like, what did I expect? Like he lives in Cabin and we're not getting out of tier five like anytime soon. But because I, you know, we were talking to other people. I didn't feel that bad when he kind of disappeared, you know, kind of, I, I think I would have been really good and upset mm. if I hadn't just taken my focus off him and, and like tried to focus on a couple of other people. I think I would have been like a bit more good at, but I think because I like, I didn't center all my attention on one person that I kind of was like, okay, it's a bit shift, but you know. Can I just uh, pipe up for Cavan people? Because yeah. I used to uh, score a guy from Cavan and <laughs> he was lovely. Cavan people are lovely. Uh, I yeah. used to live with guys from Cavan, lovely fellas. Um, two married now kids, one long-term girlfriend. So I can't pimp out pimp them out to any of our listeners. Apologies. <laughs> um, but do you know when you're, well, especially when you're younger, not really anymore, but you know when you're younger, you'd have like people that were just too nice, you know, that you're yeah. like, You'd set them up with your friend, even though you were scoring them because you're like, he's just so nice. Well, that was my cabin <laughs> guy. He was so nice. And uh, bless him. I've met him. He's now, he doesn't live here anymore. He lives in America and he's got a baby and everything. So delighted for him. Um, uh, but uh, they were lovely, lovely people. Give cabin people an awful time. And I am just here to advocate for them. Yeah. Like the Welsh people. I love the cabin Do people. You know what, your mom was really nice. Like, and we had really good crack and got on really, really well. And I think in a in a in a different situation if he lived in Dublin, um look, listen, I can't say for certain, but we definitely would have probably met up and had a walk or something for sure. This is the thing about the whole um this whole thing is that you know, you could be messaging somebody on these dating apps for like you were that Kerry guy and like, you know, yeah. four weeks, five weeks, 60, 60, yeah. six months, like, and you, yeah. it's no good. Like it's the pen pal thing just doesn't work because it, it's friend zone, Bill. That's just friend zone. Yeah. You know, like yeah. you need to meet them and be like, yeah, he's, I fancy the arse off them or no, he's boring as shit in person because you can yeah. cross much more different in a text message than he can in person. Yeah. Now, to be fair, like, I totally would have, um, I totally would have stayed like friends with him, pal, because we just got on really, really well. I don't have, actually have that many like male mates who aren't gay. Um, and um, <laughs> I think I would have actually genuinely, like if nothing happened, I, st- I probably would have like had a bit of crack with him and stuff like that. But I just kind of left it because, you know, as I said, he could have um, could have met someone closer to his old locale, which is like fine. Um, or he's probably like it's a pandemic I won't get to see her till 2027 yeah, exactly. so what's the point no. 
Yeah. So maybe I'll get a message in like six months' time when we're free again or something like that. Hey. Um, so yeah, so I talked to a couple of other people and then I started talking to this guy from your your uh, county in yeah, Ooh. so I've had two Zoom dates and two walking dates um, with a guy from Hinge. So, Sorry, hold on. How can you have a walking date if he is from my county? So he doesn't live in your county. Um, he lives in Dublin. All so. right, because I was going to say that is more than five kilometers, Roisin. That is more than five kilometers. breaking the rules here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he... Um, well, he was living in Dublin, but uh, he, he had to move. I, I'm afraid I'm like, oh, don't I don't want to identify this person. So I'm like trying not to say too much. But anyway, we had two Zooms and two walking dates. Um, and yeah, so I'm just kind of I'm very I've just been burnt so much like with guys and then exes and like all this kind of shit. So I'm still taking it really handy and I'm still talking to other people that I met online or other places so I'm not putting uh, too much pressure like on this person or whatever um it's definitely uh of all the kind of times that I you know have had dates or whatever in the last year or so this time because of the lockdown uh, has been the most difficult time to try and date somebody like it's near impossible it's so cold it's snowing it's piss and rain it's blowing again like going for a walk is like not that most not no so exciting at the best of times but at least during the summer or like even may or september october last year you know you could stroll around relatively easily without like you know what I mean? You're like tears streaming down your face because there's sand in your eye or like you could get an ice cream or a 99. You could walk like, you know, the piers. And like we had more kilometers then at that time. So there was more choice of where to go, where to walk. Like even I was, you know, you were able to sit in a coffee shop at one point and like you can't, like right now you can't do anything. A Zoom and a walk is basically all you can do. Yeah. So it's hard to know as well because I can't date him normally. Like how, like, you know what I mean? Where is it going to go? Because I feel like I have to have a normal date with him to, to, mm. to know, you know? Um, and um, is he, is he still in Dublin? No. So he's had to move back home because of his um, housemates. Again, I thought oh, better not get into any like deep dives. Of this. So he's had to move. Um, back now he is an essential worker so he's up to Dublin anyway for work during the week but it's not like it's not like normal times where you could meet someone in an evening after work and you could go for a drink I was on the phone with a friend of mine the other day and she was saying that this guard uh, asked her out to meet for a coffee and she was like well I can't because I can't even sit in his car it's too cold so can't sit outside can't sit in his car he's around high risk people all the time and she's like I can't bring that back into my house and like what if I meet him and I don't even like him and then I'm catching COVID off him so she's like I can't even do that so she's like it's just not even worth it yeah yeah like I said I don't live in a situation where I own my own home or like no I only live with one person or whatever I I live with three other people you can't be bringing someone back here like to watch a movie or like have a takeaway and um 
the person he was living in Dublin at the time was very, very COVID sensitive. So like, you know, you couldn't go there either. Um, So it's it's just, it's awkward. Like he's really nice and I do like him um, and we have good quack. I I think it's just a really difficult at the moment to date somebody. Yeah. And I just want to be able to have a normal date to have a normal date, you know what I mean? And we're probably so far off from that. Yeah, we're we're, we're months away from that, to be honest. Yeah. Like, not to put a dampener on your thing, because I think it's deadly that you met someone on it. And yeah. especially that he's from my county. <laughs> um, <laughs> we'll have a proper debrief when I come off and you'll be like, oh my God, him, he's a psycho. Yeah. <laughs> like, delete block, see ya. <laughs> I do love all the time when people are on any of these dating apps and they see the town that I'm from and they see someone on it because instantly they like message me. I know your roommate did it to me before with a ginger friend of mine. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, he's lovely. And then <laughs> I was sang his praises and then he never messaged her back. I was like, shit. Oh, no. I will, whenever I can see him again in real life, I will give him shit. But um, I didn't get, haven't seen him since. (laughs) So. Give him a bollocks. But, um, yeah, like, I think the the normality, I think even the, like, there's only so many walks you can go on. Like, do you know what I mean? You can't just keep walking and having walking dates. As in, like, imagine you met, five walking dates like, f- like fuck that's boring you know what I mean like he fair yeah. even doing two yeah like I think even now yeah I think after say you met him again for a third one if he suggested a fourth you'd kind of be like oh god walking again and it's not about the person yeah. it's just because yeah. you do so much no. walking yourself and you're like mm-hmm. why do I want to do this another walk and like you can't exactly dress really dress up that much or anything because you have to be comfortable and it's slippy and it's as you said yeah freezing so you can't even be cute yeah because you have to have 76 layers on well they are like they basically seen like my coat scarf and hat (laughs) i mean that's about like my my shoes like that's about the height of like what you've seen and like you know know from about my eyes like you know whatever I mean it's, it is very difficult you know situation like we did we were in the car because like we, we just like it was so cold just like you know couldn't be you know in the car you know and the windows down and, and stuff like that but it, it, it's it's really difficult and like anybody who's been listening to the podcast knows that I did walking dates last year I did zoom dates last year like I it's not I'm not afraid of a walking date I'm not afraid of a sober date I don't need to be liquored up I know anymore for a date but dear god I would love to be liquored up for a date (laughs) (laughs) no you know I just want to go out and see like when you have a few drinks with somebody like that you know that you're having all the cracks still yeah you know what I mean? All that is still there. So, and like, yeah, you like, want to jump the pants off them then, or you yeah, don't. And yeah. therefore you know by the end of it because you're like, I didn't want to go near him at all. Like a yeah. friend of ours who said about the guy she was seeing a few months ago when restrictions were lifted a bit. She says she loved hanging out with him, but then he'd be like, Right, let's go to bed. And she was like, Ugh, because she had no interest in him. Oh, see, like, and that's the thing. Like, I, I think you're probably would be the same as me, Nick. I like, like public displays of affection like when you're sober you know it's a lot and like you know we've had a little like peck but like I wouldn't call it like a like I wouldn't call it no shift and you know Ah. kind of way because it it 
just too paranoid. Like there's too, it's daylight and there's people and you're just like, you know. I was just going to ask you because I was like, I actually can't remember the last time, unless you were like going out with somebody or like seeing somebody, that you would have a, sh- a sober shift like proper and especially in daylight. Oh my God. Yeah. I seen these young ones doing it down the canal there recently and I was Oh god Garly. I was like oh god all their friends were standing about five feet away I was like this is so mortifying like that's no like our age you can't be so pretty shifting in public during the day Yeah like it's just it's just too and then like you know what it's like this fucking play, country is so small yeah. it's like oh my god I'm gonna end up bumping into somebody like we're out for a walk and it was just the whole time I was just like paranoid central I was like oh my god if I bump into anyone I know there's my like, mother it's, <laughs> yeah it's very it's very different when you're like walking someone who's actually your boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever and you bump into someone it's fine but like when you're in the starting of dating someone like and you bump into someone you're now and you're like, um, this is some guy. <laughs> like, well, like, fuck. Like, it's really, I mean, I only remember with my ex bumping into, you know, like a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend kind of thing, mm. um, in a pub. But like at least I was locked. And I was like, ah, this is my friend, you know. Yeah. I'm not saying his name. Um, so I, you know, it's just um it's a weird, it's a weird old time for daring. But look, we'll see what happens. As I said, I'm I'm really trying not to put pressure like onto anything. And um I'm just kind of I'm just gonna take it easy. He did buy me a bunch of orange twirls because I told him I loved them. So that was that was quite sweet now, to be honest. See, that's the kind of romance I like in a man. Yeah, that's the kind of that's I the kind of flowers. Like, yeah, yeah, fuck that. Twirl chocolate. Dural <laughs> oranges. Um, I know that you kind of had put up on Instagram that you know you'd found it really hard. Like, did you get talking to anybody, or was it just no? I didn't get talking to anybody. It was horrible. I hated myself after it. I hated myself, and I've oh. been doing so much work on myself this year and using it to, like, I'm yeah. working out four or five times a week, and you know, I'm trying to cut down on my chocolate consumption, which I say now, but you know, I bought myself a giant galaxy bar, but that's today. <laughs> um, but like, I'm doing <laughs> journaling and all that kind of stuff, and I'm really like trying to get my head in the game, and I found Hinge to be the worst, like because. You know, everyone else was like, oh, it's I, yeah, I'm talking to this guy and this guy and this guy. And I was like, nobody's liking me. And I was going actively liking people. And I was like, no one's yeah. liking me back. And the rare yeah. occasion of anybody that did like me was the guys with one photograph or the guy that was like 50 or like, you know, so like, and or like people who I would never date like do you know what I mean and it wasn't just appearances it was commentary that they had on their page and no it was awful so I was like like I kept as I said I kept it there just so that if I needed it like for reference for this episode I am so happy to delete it today um Honestly, it's I think it probably works really well in much bigger cities like if you're in New York or something I'd say Hinge is great um in the States even our friends who live in the UK like they responded when we put up asking people about Hinge this is way back in December you know they were saying over in the UK it's even better or seems to be better anyway well like look at any of those apps are always better in the UK because there's more people so like you know I remember going on in London on Tinder and just putting like a two kilometre radius and it was like hundreds of people and here you're going to run out after a while and be like there's no more people in your area and then it goes on you extend it yeah 
So um, no, I yeah. I I got re- I I stopped that pretty sharpish after that that day that I put up the poll. I hadn't or the thing on Instagram. I hadn't even planned it. I literally had come home for a walk. And I was like, I really should go on Hinge and give it a go. And I actually just felt like sick about myself. And I was like, nah. And that's when I just put it up. And then I put my phone away because I was like, oh, people are going to be like, this one's a fucking sap. Yeah. But you didn't. No, people were so... I act, and I replied to everyone who messaged me. Thank you so much to everybody who did. It was so sweet, and people are so nice. And that's what I mean. This podcast has been amazing. We don't, have, don't get any hate, and that's so rare in twenty twenty one. Like <laughs> absolutely. And I think I, you know, obviously because me and Nicola obviously share the Instagram page, we both access it, etc. And you had obviously put up your Instagram but I knew you had disappeared off into the ether and all these replies were coming in and I was like I don't think I should reply to these like they're they're for Nicola but I like I want to send them to Nicola but I'll just let I just I just I think I text you separately and I'm like oh Jesus Christ sorry (laughs) I'm just falling apart here um I think I said to you like when when you want like have a look at some of the messages that are there because like um there was there was loads, like loads. And I, I do think there was one person who did say, and they replied to our Hinge questionnaire box as well, but I did see a few of these. Like some people were like, it's not just Hinge, it's all of them. Mm-hmm. And I, I honestly, when we did Tinder, and look, part of it was because before we even went on Tinder, I already, you know, I already hated it. Yeah. Like I, I really didn't want to do it. And the way you felt about Hinge is how I felt about Tinder. I just, it made me feel so shit about myself. And even though I uh, got a date from it and went on a date with a guy and I didn't talk about it too much on here because we had loads of guests on. And by the time we got around to talking about whatever we're talking about ourselves, it had all fucking blown up in my face as per usual. So I didn't really (laughs) want to like, like revisit it. But I was just like, oh, another guy who's just sacked me off for um, Mm -hmm. an ex. And it was just, I just felt like I was like fucking, I don't know, like a chess piece that had just been kind of used and like thrown away when they got to something better. And like, that's how I felt about Tinder. I just, I hated it so much. And it's like, when I read what you put up on Instagram, I just felt like, oh, that was me like a couple of months ago. Uh, it's just it's just a different app that made me feel like yeah. total shit. Um, but it's it's the responses from everybody else that just make you feel like, oh, like I'm I'm it's not me. Like it's we're all experiencing this at the same time. Yeah, and like obviously some people are having great times on Hinge, and I'm like that's brilliant. Like I'm delighted that you met somebody on it. Like I'm, I'm not like going oh fucking Roshi met someone and I didn't. <laughs> no, I'm fucking delighted for anybody who does. And like obviously you want that. And but the thing is, if I hadn't put that up that day, I was keeping that inside, feeling like that for weeks. Didn't put it up. Yeah. Didn't say it to you. And then actually, I did text yeah. you one day saying that I had a complete ick that I'd said no to a hundred people on different apps in a row. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you were like, yeah. you have the ick. Yeah. I was like, yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, yeah. if I hadn't put that up, like, was I going to keep that carrying that feeling like crap? And then when I did, obviously, some other people who had the same uh, feelings got to be able to let it out and hopefully felt a bit better after saying it, you know, and that's what I hope that people said that and felt a bit better about themselves or didn't feel bad that they were deleting it and not being on any dating apps, you know. So we'll have a look at the Instagram here and see what people's questions and comments were about Hinge when we put it up. Yeah, it definitely was. And I found, I thought the the responses were really divisive compared to 
anything else to be talked about. And I don't know if it's just because we had more followers or maybe at the time people were just like, fuck this, because this was in December and I think everybody was just so desperate to get to Christmas at that stage. Um, you know, somebody did say, Howard, aside from being all over the place, the quality of men was dregs in comparison to others, which is something um, you'd obviously said there. I t- totally agree. Like, honestly, I I couldn't get over it. Like, I didn't think that some of these people were real. I thought they were like Ugbots, like bots that were ugly. Like their profiles, not even just their, <laughs> not even just their pictures, but like a lot of their pictures were the back of their head or, um, you know, a picture of a shoe or shit like this. And I'm like, what? And then I'd swipe no. And then the next person that would come up would be that guy from work again. Swipe no. Then somebody else. And you're like, Ugh, no, no. Um, I see. Oh, yeah. And then you can only swipe for so many people a day as well. That's the other thing about Hinge, which is strange. You can only swipe on like, is it 10 people or something a day? It's quite small. Well, that's because there's no one on it. <laughs> They're trying to just narrow down your swipes. <laughs> yeah. I see a guy messaged us who said he'd found a great girl on it. Went on four really fun dates and then Corona hit and changed everything. So, and another yeah. guy said it's shite, more shite than re- the rest of the apps. So interesting that maybe guys don't like it and that's why there's yeah, not a cool don't want to use it. Um, although funnily enough, uh, Chris, who we were on his podcast, well, my part didn't record. So it was really just you were on his podcast, <laughs> uh, Three Perfect Tens. He found the love of his life on it. So... Do you know what I mean? Like, I mean, is it, I mean, is it the apps? Is it, is it fucking luck? Honestly, sometimes I just wonder if it's luck. Like you just happen to be online at the same time as somebody else that you find attractive and they find you attractive and it just happens to be, it just good luck. Well, I think the love of my life is on that Raya app. So can somebody send me a code so I can get on it and find the love of my life who earns over a certain million? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, <laughs> Somebody said confusing, which it is. It, it definitely is more confusing than a lot of the apps. When you've used it a bit, you, you do get used to it, but it's definitely not super user, user-friendly, user I don't think. No, like someone did message us saying it was about as useful as a chocolate teapot. teapot. Fun at first and then useless. <laughs> yeah, it's burn, burns you each time, just like just like dating apps do. Um, another guy messaged us saying he got one match so far and you get three chances to like someone unless you upgrade. So I must assume that's the same person yeah. comes up three times and then you have to upgrade. Flip, no. I know it is. It's definitely like they say that Hinge is definitely more complicated. Uh, someone dimensioned like similar to what you were saying earlier, used it all the time in London, hated for Irish lads. So again, I think it's a lot to do with the fact that, like as you were saying, we got a lot of messages from guys saying they didn't like it. So obviously Irish guys don't use it. And I have a feeling it's because it, it requires you to put like thought and stuff into it. I think a lot of Irish guys can't be fucked. Well, I also think it's probably like go with what you know. So like they know that they've gone on dates on Tinder or Bumble before and they, or their friends have. And they're like, this is new. I don't know anyone who's been on a date on it. Why would I try? So when they've got yeah. the two foolproof ones, why would you try a third? Whereas girls are more likely to be on two or three dating apps. A lad is probably just only on one. So I don't know. Yeah. I think lads, that one is probably Tinder and that one's probably Tinder or Bumble because a lot of lads like the fact yeah. that girls have to make the effort because I, I don't know if you'll notice this when you were on Bumble but there's lads on that that aren't on you wouldn't have seen on anything else yeah I, I, I agree I, I think that's that's true they seem to be like a different type of guy um, on that I think uh, like I mean honestly out of everything we've tried I do think Bumble would be the one um, 
I would have, I don't want to say I love it because I don't. <laughs> saying I like it is probably, is probably an over an exaggeration. But if someone put a gun to my head and I had to download one of the apps, I think Bumble would probably be the one. Even though it is tough and exhausting to put yourself out there, I do think the kind of people on it are a bit more serious, which is, yeah. is good if that's what they're looking for. I also love the story of Bumble. You know, do you know the story of it? No, I don't. So the woman that created, it was created by a woman in America and she was working for Tinder at the time and she was so sick of the sexist commentary at Tinder that she Ah. decided to leave and she set up on her own. And when she did, it went public the other day, like, you know, in the stock market and she's now a billionaire because of Oh my God, fucking hell. Female and she's like got you know majority female employees, all this kind of stuff because it's female led. And just the other day they announced that you can now get permanently banned from Bumble if you body shame somebody. Oh my god, that's amazing! I love it. I was like, this is brilliant. Like, do you know what? That's again, there's the female led in it because you know all you do is to have to report the message and they're gone. Like, which is brilliant. I just think that is such a step forward in the right direction because. You know, especially in America, you see screenshots of messages that lads send when they get, you know, yeah. and they don't go yeah. the way that they want it. If anybody's ever, I don't know if anybody listening follows it, but she rates dogs, which is probably one of the funniest Instagram, uh, Twitter accounts going on, where she basically rates messages that fellas have sent to girls. Um, but some of them, dear mother of Jesus Christ, like, they're they're horrific Americans on her they're on a whole other level baby <laughs> Just yeah. like, you know but I definitely agree I mean Tinder could really do with a I, I think an overhaul or like a, you know um, I feel like you should be able to report things easier on Tinder super hard to like report some stuff on Tinder and um, it's also really hard to if something's wrong with your Tinder get anyone to help you this is a fucking <laughs> oh here she goes again number. do you remember here she goes oh my Tinder wouldn't work oh Jesus not to do with the fact that you told me for six months beforehand you hated it and then it was like no Ro you have to do <laughs> no, it don't tell you Fucking minefield, man. Minefield. Um, somebody else said um, that they joined Hinge after listening to our podcast and they met the most amazing partner on it. Wow. So, they listened to us and they're like, fuck, I can't be single any longer. I can't be like these two. <laughs> Christ on a bike. These two fucking idiots. America on a dating site. Oh my God, hilarious. Um, somebody else said that she met her ex-boyfriend on it. So there's, she said, God bless her, she said, there's obviously cheating dickheads on all dating apps. Well, oh, that's lovely, pretty shit, girl. Lovely. Well, you know, there are our souls everywhere. Unfortunately, it's, um, that's one of the things about the dating sites. Like, obviously the people who are obviously, our souls are obvious, but it's those sneaky underhanded fuckers that, yeah, you have to keep your eye out for. They cannot be trusted. I cannot be trusted. Um, yeah, I mean, a lot of people kind of said it was confusing, which it is. It, it's, it's, it's definitely, and also that it was repetitive, which like Sorry. people kind of mentioned. I'm just counting the amount of people that just wrote shite. <laughs> there's so many. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of people who write, wrote shite. And it was funny because on the poll when we said, like, have you used Hinge? Like, yes or no? It was 50-50. Mm. So... Considering only 
50% of the people who responded to that actually use Hinge. Like the amount of people who replied to us was massive. So the 50% of people who are using it feel very strongly <laughs> um, about Hinge. Oh, it's um, funny. Yeah, it's yeah. people are very, very, people very strong. Somebody else said, I found it full of people who thought they were too good for Tinder and Bumble. Who the hell thinks they're too good for any of those apps? What a, what a twat. What twats, not that person who said that. The twats who think they're too good for Tinder and Bumble. Um, we did get a really, really nice email in from a girl called Katie. Um, and I did ask her, could I read this out? So we have her permission and stuff. Uh, yeah, so last started, she said, oh, I love the podcast, blah, blah, blah. Very sad, Katie. We love people who love the podcast. But, um, <laughs> uh, I, she basically said, I actually got into a relationship during lockdown. And we matched on Hinge last July, got talking for a few weeks and then finally met up when the restrictions lifted at the beginning of August. We've been together since. She sent this in January, by the way. So I hope we're still together. Otherwise, this is awkward. Um, I feel incredibly lucky to have met him because I wasn't sure at the start. And to be honest, I only kept up the messaging because I was bored and lonely in lockdown. But when we met in person, I knew right, right away that I really liked him. And he was honestly the, honestly the best first date I've ever had. It's been tough because we both live with other people and we haven't been able to see each other as much as we wanted during the level five lockdowns. But it really improved my communication skills, though. And I think the lockdowns are actually forced me to be really open and vulnerable with him, which is something I've struggled with in the past. And that has definitely made us stronger. Hmm. Now, isn't that nice? Well, look, that's it. That's the stories you want to hear. They're the stories that make you go back on the apps because you're like, okay. You know, this sounds good. This sounds positive. And then you go on, it doesn't work for you. But you know what? As I said before, every single time it works for somebody, it's amazing. That's great. Because yeah. he tells his friends and they go on it. And then yeah. she tells her friends and there's more potentials out there. And we love hearing happy stories. We don't, we, yeah, exactly. I know we do love a good dramatic story. We do love, love, we do love story. some nice stories too. Yeah. And I think, look, at the end of the day, guys, like, it doesn't matter what app it is. There's going to be absolute shit, horrific stories from all of them. And some of them will make you feel like shit and some of them won't. And you'll you'll like it one day and you'll hate it another day. But sometimes it's just, it, like I really do believe sometimes that it's there is a bit of luck in it. Like that you just, I remember when I met my ex and I've talked about it here a bit, but like I'd never really dated anyone before I met him. And uh, we met on Puff, which like, we had a shit experience, the two of us on it when we went on it last year, right? But the first time I ever went on it properly, I, I met my ex-boyfriend. And he, it's funny because we talked about it like on our first date about what, like what made us match. And he kind of said, oh, I actually wasn't going to swipe because I wasn't sure about X or Y or Z. And I had said to him, oh, I wasn't sure if I was going to respond because, you know, your message was kind of like whatever. And then, but for some reason, we both did, we both did, you know, he wrote a message and I did actually end up responding. And like, sometimes I just wonder, is it just, sometimes it's just a bit of fluke about it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because you can, you can put up a great profile and you can be happy in yourself, content in yourself, which I do think is a big thing. If you're happy in yourself, content in yourself and you love yourself, it obviously makes a big difference. Um, But there might, there might just be, somebody there may not be anybody on the apps for you at that time but then two months later you could find the love of your life you know yeah exactly I do think so um like it is the look of the draw there's some people that you like me and you could both go on it right now and and sit beside each other and we'd have different people coming up despite having the same 
parameters yeah. on. And we know because yeah. we saw that that time we did Tinder in the park. Yeah. We both had like, except for the likes of your man with the Uber tan, he woke him up the road. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Apart from him, everybody else, uh, you know, was different. We totally different. Us, the same people. And that's weird. So... It's look at the draw and hopefully our luck is going to change any day now, bro. Yeah, I know. I know. We, we, I think, um, we've, we've talked about this, but I, you know, I think this lockdown has been particularly hard, even though we both knew, I'm sure everybody knew this was going to go on like till at least the end of March or April. Like realistically, we knew we weren't just going to come flying out of this but because the weather has been so shite and, you know, even getting out for a walk is fucking hard at the moment. Like, mm-hmm. it, it, you know, it's tough and I'm working from home and, you know, I don't know about everybody else, but I'm really, really, really missing my social life. Like, don't get me wrong, I was missing it before, but like, it, it just, I don't know if it's just because it's the time of year, but I really just miss like hanging out with my friends and having a crack. Do you mean me specifically? You specifically, <laughs> always, all the time, my cousins. But, you know, I just miss like, and we 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 have something booked to go away. Hopefully, oh God, fingers crossed, we'll get away in May if we can. Um, in, in Ireland, by the way, before in Ireland, in Ireland, yes. vaccine just and clarify, <laughs> just <to> clarify <laughs> everyone. Um, and ho- I'm really hoping we'll get to do that because I'm I do just miss um hanging out with friends and just like having a bit of crack and yeah, never about meeting somebody, but like just hanging out and just you know just being with your mates, like it's just. It's tough. And I think if you're in the, whether you're a teenager or you're in college or you're in your late 20s or like you're in their 30s, I guess, I think everybody's really missing their their friend groups and, and kind of pals at the moment. And and even I was just saying today, right, like I hate Valentine's Day. I think it's a load of shite, a load of crap, blah, blah. But I was kind of saying to my friends, I was like, this year is so unbelievably shit. If somebody wants to post about their Valentine's Day, I'm like, fucking go ahead. Enjoy yourself. Because this year, this whole year has been a pile of piss. And so if this day brings you a little bit of joy, fuck it. Just enjoy it. I, I'll go back to misery hating on everyone <laughs> next year. It's just because you're now in love with your new fella from me county. Oh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> well... Look, we want it. We want an update on that by next episode, Ro. That is, you know, what we need, what the listeners need. Um, <laughs> yeah, if anyone hasn't tried Hinge, uh, go and do it. Like, you know, we've heard two different responses. I hate it. Roshin's got, you know, some good results from it. So I'm going to go back on Bumble, I think. I think I'm going to give that a try. Um, I'm in a good space today. So I'm yeah. like, I'm going to try today when I'm feeling good crack and all that kind of stuff. Plus, as like we mentioned, it's Valentine's Day today when we're recording this. So anyone who's on it is clearly not a cheater because their girlfriend be sitting beside them. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, also, I was just, I was just thinking, God, what are we going to do next? Because like, what apps have we not hit up yet? The Facebook dating probably is, is, is yeah. one that... Um, we haven't kind of I know you kind of had a look and I actually had a look at it the other day but didn't you got to fill in a few things so I didn't fully complete it um, but we'd obviously love to get some other voices on other people to chat um, so if there's anybody who's single that you'd love to hear um, on the podcast or maybe even somebody that like has an amazing like dating story like somebody who's who met somebody in a like amazing way or an unusual way or Something like that. It might be fun to hear some of those kind of like positive good stories. Yeah, I mean, there's there's loads of like different types of people in the whole world. And um, 
love to get chatting to a few others. Um, if you've got dating stories or you've got like anything funny that you don't mind being played on the podcast, you could even use a fake accent if you're really that concerned. Use it on a Welsh accent. I'll be mad about you. <laughs> Definitely get played then. Um, but yeah, you can send it to us on Instagram or it's uh, if you can do, it's easier for us to download if you email us. And the email is datersgonnadateirl at gmail.com. Um, I think the link is on our Instagram page as well. Uh, experiences or nice stories or terrible stories or just things that make us laugh because uh, we love having, you know, the listeners on here. Um, you know, it's just, it's good, it's good crack. Yes. And um, hopefully we'll have some more guests coming for you soon and more. We'll try the old Facebook dating as well. We'll give that a go <laughs> and God, see how like it's going to be. It's going to be an experience that for sure. Yeah, well, look at I. We might as well give it a crack. We've tried all the rest of them, so we'll give yeah. it one a go. Well, until the end of February, guys. Uh, thanks yeah. for listening to this so far. We love you all. You're all perfect in our eyes. And even though it's just over, happy Valentine's from happy us. Happy Valentine's and happy anniversary again, Nicola, my lovely, lovely co-host. I happy anniversary you. to you, babe. Mwah. 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 <laughs>